Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here. All right, we're back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we're talking about the truth about money. And this episode came about because I get sent a lot of videos of other people on the internet's perspective about money. And there's a lot of misunderstandings from my perspective about money. Uh, uh, like, yeah, just misunderstandings is a better way to call it. And so I, I, I asked my friend ChatGPT. Yeah, I guess today I'm going to call him, uh, I, I got to give him a name, so we'll call him like Andre. I asked Andre, hey, what are the top 10 misperceptions about money? Uh, and I wanted to give me some topics to address in the podcast. And it came up with some really good uh, misunderstandings that, that really are in line with a lot of the videos that I've gotten. So the first one is, in order to be rich, uh, you, you, must, uh, have, you must have the poor. And... <clears throat> That's true if you think in relative terms, right? Uh, you know, the Bible the Bible calls that uh, eating of the tree of good and evil. And so, if if we ourselves see our you know see us as the arbiters of what's right and wrong, or the definers of what's rich, what's wealthy, what's not, uh, then yeah, right? Because everything's relative, right? To the, to the person who has a hundred million dollars. You know, they're poor to somebody who has a billion. And so uh, that's that's kind of right. But it's not uh, it's not a beneficial mindset if you're trying to uh, attract uh, wealth. Right. What, what the, the way that I think about wealth and the way that people who are wealthy uh, that I've noticed think about wealth is um, wealthy is a is a symbol is a sim wealth is a symbol of a higher quality of life. That might be a better way of wealth, because if you look at the uh, generations of mankind that have been on the planet, we've gotten wealthier and wealthier uh, as we've evolved over time. But there's there's not been any like new resources added. There's not been any uh, any, you know, stuff that we brought out of space and brought to Earth, you know, that that we've uh, that we've yeah gotten. What What's happened is over time, we've evolved and become more knowledgeable. Uh, and with that knowledge, we have raised our quality of living, right? So we invented fire, right? That allowed us to uh, have a higher quality of living. Um, you know, then we invented the wheel, right? We invented uh, banks, the printing press. I wrote down a list of cool inventions, democracies, machines, automobiles, computers, uh, e-commerce, artificial intelligence, Bitcoin, with every invention uh, that we uh, create, which is like we use the knowledge of previous generations as like our floor, as our foundation, and we build on that knowledge to raise our quality of life. And in that process, we get wealthier. And so with wealth being a symbol of a higher quality of life, you, you can apply that now to like going back to the relative world and say, yeah, like the wealthiest people um, of, of an, you know, are, are the, are the people that are uh, applying the 
new technology and new perspectives the best, right? This is outside of like parts of the, you know, this isn't a free society, not in societies where you have like dictators who abuse people and take their money. But I just mean, uh, uh, because and, and that that doesn't actually last because eventually like people free themselves. It's the process of freedom, the process of evolution. Those dictators go down and money flows to um, where it's free uh, and where uh, uh, technology and innovation is booming. Um, but so that's that's a false perspective to think that uh, you have to have rich to be poor because I don't I just don't believe in uh, basing my feeling of wealth or riches based on what somebody else has. I start from the premise that everybody's wealthy, everybody's rich, right? We start there and then we evolve our wealth in time as we increase our our knowledge and awareness. Um, and, and I have my own lane, right? So that's why it's important to have specific goals, specific desires. So you're not looking, so you're not lusting after what other people want. Like have your goal, have your desire, which allows you to evolve your level of, uh, evolve your quality of life, evolve your wealth to where you want it. Second myth, uh, money corrupts. And here's here's what chat GPT, said, chat GPT said to fill in the gaps. Money corrupts. Numerous studies in psychology and economics show that people with more money often become more selfish, more likely to cheat, lie, and manipulate to get what you want. So this is an interesting conversation because... Um, me and my friend were talking about the yin and yang of the universe, which has multiple meanings. But you could think of it also as like in Star Wars, you had, uh, you know, you had the Darth Vader and his folks. And then you had the Jedi's, right? The, you know, um, those with the force and, and, and the dark side. And so it, it's, it's true that you have people that, that have money that have used the power of the dark to get the money which is like, you know, force, manipulation, all those things. Uh, and in order to keep it, they have, you know, they have to continue to manipulate, continue to force, right? But at the same time, uh, you have people that, that have a lot of money and they're the drivers of real wealth and real evolution and real forward movement for, the, for mankind, right? The force of good that evolves us over time. Um, they attract it through what I said previously, uh, innovation, new ideas, raising quality of life by raising the uh, the use of new technology to increase the quality of life uh, for those around them and those who use and value their services. Um, and, and again, they drive the whole society uh, forward. And so, so yeah, if, if it's, if somebody got their wealth through manipulation, right through the dark side, uh, you know, through tricking people, then yeah, to, to maintain it, they have to continue to apply the same force and pressure to keep it. Uh, and it becomes stressful, it becomes struggle. I mean, I'm pretty sure you see rich people and billionaires who are constantly fighting everything around them. They're fighting people, they're fighting their employees, they're fighting uh, people in their family, right? They're fighting uh, banks, right? They're in a combative mode just to keep uh, their wealth. And then you have others who are just, making money hands and fists and it's like attracted to them like they're not even trying it's just, just making tons of money like in love with life in love with what they're doing and it seems easy and effortless and so that's a different type of power and so um you can use either of them to get money like that's up to you that's the cool part about uh the laws of the universe but uh you know you just choose the power you want to choose so it doesn't have to corrupt you if you use the right power 
Third, money is the root of all evil. Uh, according to this proverb, money has a corrupting influence on people's morality, leading them to do things for personal gain that are unethical. So it sounds kind of the same, but I want to I want to go to the money is the root of all evil part and revise it because money is not the root of all evil. It's it's your perspective of where your power comes from. So let's first define the word evil. If you if you look at evil, evil just means evil like if you, evil is just the word live spelled backwards or life spelled backwards, which means it's an understanding of how life actually works. And I don't want to go too nerd, but there's something called the law of polarity, right? Everything has two ends, a positive and a negative. Um, and so, uh, um, you know, when you, uh, uh, if you're looking through, and if you, if you think about what a negative is, a negative is like the opposite of positive. And so if you are um, thinking incorrectly or thinking the wrong way, uh, then, yeah, then you then you are going to understand money in a uh, in a evil way or a backwards way. Right. So what's the proper way to understand money? What I said before, money or wealth is just a symbol of the increase in quality of life or in your application to it. And so as, as you raise your understanding and you raise your, um, uh, uh, your application of your learnings to your life, right. Then you achieve, you, you achieve wealth. So let me give a specific example of what I mean, because that was way in the clouds. So, so you look at somebody like Elon Musk, who's worth a, a gazillion dollars. I don't know how much he's worth, a lot. And uh, and he amassed a lot of wealth because he said, okay, these, this, these are the problems of society. Uh, and a problem is just the opportunity to raise the quality of living of society. And so he said, let me apply um, my mind to creating innovative solutions to these problems. And so he created lots of companies, right? He's part of PayPal, um, took that money, uh, created space, um, uh, SpaceX, Tesla, a, a bunch of other companies, right? And through the process, he's increasing the quality of life for, it's going to be in, it's going to end up being billions. It's three, it's 300 million or so. Uh, well, we still, he still Tesla's in, Tesla's in, in Europe too. So it's at a billion now, but he's increasing the quality of life of billions of people around the world. And, uh, and so like the symbol of money or the or symbol of that is like his wealth, right? You take Warren Buffett as well, who uh, was a big investor or allocator of capital into companies that were efficiently uh, financing the industrial revolution in America and some of the service-based economy in America, but the industrial revolution in America and he made a phenomenal amount of money uh, by aiding and doing that. And so, um, they, if if you if you talk to people like that who are uh, uh, understand money properly, they would not say their power is money, right? Money to them is just uh, it's just a it's just a tool. Like it just followed me, right? Money followed me, 
you know, the power is in my mind, right? The power is my perspective, right? The power is how I feel. The power is the my my view of the world and then applying my view of where the world is going uh, 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 to, to my actions or, or being inspired from my perspective to move the world forward. And so from, from, from that perspective, money is not evil. Money is beautiful. Money is lovely. Money is attractive to the person because money isn't the, the, the core of their power. Money becomes evil um, when you misunderstand it or when you see money as your source of power. And that goes back to the previous one where it corrupts you because if money is your power, then you're going to do anything and everything to get it, which might mean stealing it, which mean, might mean manipulating it. Uh, and all kinds of things that are the wrong energy uh, to attract money. So let's look at the uh, next one. Money causes stress. Money can be a major source of stress in lives from worrying about financing college tuition or retirement to worrying about how to pay bills each month. Money can lead to a lot of anxiety. So if, if, if you think of money as a, uh, as a life, entity as a yeah as life as, a, as just a regular relationship because again on, in, you know in the world of the invisible it is like money is uh, attracted to different things um, and money is an idea uh, and ideas um, uh, the you know the, the, the money no matter what time period you go to no matter which country you, you're looking at when money is attracted it's attracted to the same to the same things. And so once you understand that, then there's no need to stress because you understand stress actually repels money, right? Think, think of, think of two things. Think of like relaxation or allowance as like gravity pulling things towards you. And then think of stress as like repelling things you want from you, like stress, Stress is like a, a wall, like a blockage, right? Um, medically, stress in the body stops the body from uh, working properly. It blocks the flow of healing, natural healing, and causes you to get sick, all kinds of symptoms. It also affects your money. Uh, um, so uh, when you are stressed about money, you're only recreating more lacks about money. And so it's not the money that's creating the stress. It's like your perspective on money that's creating the stress. Um, and so uh, what you actually want to do is uh, once you remove the stress and you learn to just relax, regardless of like your current financial situation, find positive aspects to think about of your financial situation or just or just don't think about money think about something else that makes you feel good and that's the starting point for allowing money to flow uh, to you uh, versus being stressed out about money um, again um, when you hang if, if, if you're hung around somebody who had money uh, and and if you were able to see them before they had money and when they had money and again they got the money in the proper way where it was attracting not not the wrong energy, and they're actually a happy person, a good person, a joyful person. You'll find that they uh, they were uh, relatively fearless about money. Like money to them is just like water. Like it's not 
not a big deal. They don't put it on a pedestal. They don't put it unequal to them. Because think about somebody in your life that uh, if 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 you have a friend and your friend is putting you on a pedestal, like like you're just like like you're unequal to them, like you're above them um, or, or below them. But you don't. But if you have a friend that doesn't have you on an equal footing, that's not a really good relationship, right? It makes you uncomfortable. Um, it, yeah, it's just it's not a good situation to be in. It's not fun. And then and so the the, the relationship naturally kind of fizzles out and um, and like you end up repelling uh, each other or you repel the person if, the, if you're the person that puts the other person on the pedestal. So money's the same way. Money's no different um, um, because money is not a physical item, right? Um, m- money, especially in a digital world, money's about to be everything. And uh, but no matter what it is, you will attract it if you are not stressed about it. And that's the weird catch 22. I was talking, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but I was speaking to a buddy about, we were talking about, uh, you know, allowance and relaxing about money and allowing money to flow to you. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of like, you know, back in the day when we were dating, um, you know, uh, the you know, women didn't want to date a needy guy. They wanted a confident guy, a guy that was attractive be, because they were not worried. They were relaxed in situations. They, they, they were just super confident. Confidence attracts uh, versus insecurity or lack of confidence, which is like a, a repelling feeling or a feeling of like stress or just stressed about the situation too much. And, and I said, I said, so uh, you can also, I also applied that to like learning. And so uh, I, I felt like I raised my uh, intelligence in my field by not putting complex advanced knowledge on a pedestal saying, oh, okay, uh, there's nothing out there that I can't learn uh, no matter what. And so it allowed me to understand and patiently persist until I understood complex topics at a level where I not only understood it, but I can explain it. And, and so then I said, and I said, so it's a, it's an allowing, it's not stressing, it's not putting the knives on the pedestal. And and so I was saying like money's the same way. Money is something that, um, I know me growing up, um, I learned to put on the pedestal because that's what everybody around me uh, did. And it wasn't until I, uh, took it off the pedestal and, 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 and it's not like a, it's a, it's like intelligence, right? There's a uh, there's an infinite level of 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 mental growing you can do, right? So so if you if you have the ability to relax and 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 allow a million dollars into your life, cool. There's more relaxation to allow ten million, more relaxation to allow a hundred million, right? I mean the the level of allowance is infinite, and so we're always working to uh, clean out our head trash, you know. But the head trash is what holds the uh, the, 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 the lack of money that we desire, uh, away from us. <clears throat> so next one is money can cause greed. Greed is an excessive desire to acquire more possessions or wealth than what, than, than one needs. It can lead to unethical behavior, taking advantage of others and even criminal acts. So this is funny because, you know, you got a bunch of wall street movies, that talk about uh, greed uh, being good, 
and you know gr greed is the the, the the best way uh that i can describe greed is maybe like lust like there's a difference between desire and lust so lust is looking at something and wanting something else because somebody else has it and you feel you don't right so it would be the equivalent of if you have your own path your own journey that that's that's meant for you and that you can change and create at any point in time you decide to go off your path and go take something from somebody else's path right just because they got it like you don't even really want it you just you you see what they have and through lack of understanding <clears throat> you're uh you are because let's because let's let me go a little let me let me take a little step back further the only reason that any of us want anything, whether it be money, relationships, or whatever, is just to feel good, right? There's you, you could like just pause and list anything you want, and then say, "All right, what is the feeling of what I want? Like, why do I want it?" Right? If you want a hundred million dollars, it's the feel, it's the feeling of security, it's the feeling of freedom. Uh, if you want uh, a good relationship, it's the feeling of love and appreciation. Um, if you want more intelligence, right? Uh, maybe it's feeling of clarity, uh, the feeling of, um, um, the, you know, the, the feeling that you can, you're, uh, you're, 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 you have power, freedom to, to attract what you want, right? But, there, but at the end of the day, like everything can be translated into the into into a feeling, which is what religious folks call a uh, spirit. Um, which is a combination of your perspective and your feeling, but, um, but it's for a feeling, right? I mean, you know, and so the feeling might translate. If, if you think about art, right? Cause artists are artists, uh, writers, uh, creators, right? They're all creating different works of art, but they're expressing similar feelings, right? So one person might make a love movie that has different characters uh, and a different story plot than some other writer who creates a love story. But both of them are expressing love and appreciation just from their own unique perspective. And so greed comes in when you are looking at somebody else's love story or story of money, and you're like, I want that story. And, 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 and but internally, right? Uh, you were supposed to like write your own story uh, to get the same feeling, but expressed from your own unique perspective, right? And the way you want it, because that feels better. That is going to be a, a funner journey and is not going to just be taken from somebody else. And then on the aspect of greed, like, I don't know it too much. Like, I don't believe in the concept of too much money. Like, what is too much money? Like, Because what, what's too much health, right? I mean, if I if I'm like the healthiest I can be, am I taking health from somebody else? Like, I don't I mean, no. Um, same thing with money. Like if we go back to the definition of what wealth or money symbolizes, which is an increase in quality of life, it's impossible to have too much money because as, as you know, as the wealth of somebody who has a bunch of money goes up, uh, uh, then it's expanding, the, it's expanding the proportional wealth in the world because their products or services are increasing the quality of life for more people 
and that reflects some more wealth. So it's like it's literally when you understand it, it's not even possible to have too much money because we don't live in a take society. We don't live in a we don't live in a world where um, the, the you know the 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 there's only a finite pie, right? As the you know as as we have as we grow in understanding and increase our quality of life, the pie increases for everybody, right? So this, it's not possible to have too much wealth. Um, next one, money can cause jealousy. When someone else has more money or possessions than us, it's only natural that we feel a little bit of envy. The feeling of jealous, jealousy can lead to resentment and bitterness and traits. And so that's kind of like greed. Like it comes down to your perspective. If you're looking at somebody else's masterpiece, um, then like you're getting jealous. And the translation that you're losing is you're, you're, you're looking at them getting jealous not realizing that you can just you can own the feeling of what they have at any moment in time which puts you in position to now see and attract it and create your own masterpiece your own movie your own sort of circumstances that look like wealth that that you want but as long as you're jealous of somebody else's you are blocking <laughs> you are closing your eyes to what's needed to be inspired for your masterpiece and so it's not the money that's causing it. It's your incorrect perspective. Money. Next one. Money is a distraction. If we spend too much time and energy chasing money, we can lose sight of our important life goals. Money can distract us from spending time with our family, engaging in meaningful hobbies and pursuing our dreams. So I like the fact that they uh, put in here chasing money because I don't believe in chasing money. Uh, I believe money should chase you. I believe if you're using the right energy, the energy of attraction, then money will chase you. Uh, because again, money is like everything else. It's like, it's like knowledge. It's like people. If you ever met somebody who is just has an attractive personality, right? They, um, you're around them. They make you feel good. You just want to help them. You want to follow them. You want to be a part of whatever they're a part of. It's called that. They call it a magnetic personality. Like what's going on behind the scenes is their perspective perspective on the world including you and everything around you is so much is so much higher and more positive than even your perspective of yourself so if somebody sees you better than you see yourself then you're going to be attracted to that person right when you're in a healthy mindset like when you're not not the mindset they're going to annoy you because they're so positive or whatever but when you're in a feel good state you're going to want to follow that person you're going to want to you're going to be attracted to that person um, because like, and you don't know why, but what's going on behind the scenes is your mind, your spirit knows that their spirit sees you, uh, as the, as the infinite, uh, unlimited being that you are. Right. And so, um, money being a life force, uh, is the same thing. And so, um, uh, when you're in the right, uh, mindset or spiritual standing um you have you 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 lose your lack of awareness so you, so you lose your the things that tell you oh i gotta work 80 hours a week to get the money i want you go no here's the life i want i want to spend time with family i want to do these i want to do all these this is how i want to do these things and these are the parameters for how i'm gonna make money and and you're gonna have parameters for how you make the money like it's tons of people that are have plenty of time for their family um, and are making tons of money. But there's also tons of people that uh, believe that they have to 
make money in a specific parameter um, because that's what they believe. And ultimately, like we operate on our beliefs, but our beliefs can be changed. Right. Uh, hence the purpose of this episode. And so um, it's not a distraction. Um, it, it helps fill in um, uh, the ability to increase the quality of life for those you love um, as it as it as it flows to you and your experience as you're just living life and enjoying life. And that's how it's supposed to be. Money can breed laziness. For some people, having money can lack to can lead to a lack of motivation. If a person feels that their financial needs are taken care of, they may be less likely to work hard and put in the effort uh, to achieve their goals. Right. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but I feel like if you are in the right energy and right mindset and right perspective about money, then you're going to kind of seem sort of lazy anyway, because once you get into the perspective of the flow state or uh, money being attracted to you because you are just in love with life and you're doing what you love, you're having a good time. Right. Because because in that perspective, too, like you don't like it's hard. It's hard to overextend your finances when you are fully appreciative of your life as it is. You don't feel the need to overextend yourself to impress other people because you really don't give a shit. Um, you are genuinely in love with what you have. And so as you get more money, like you spend it, but you don't spend more money than what you have because like you're, you see yourself as wealthy and you and you're happy with what you have now. And 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 you and you get out of the rat race because like what I've observed and most people when I say it, you're gonna know it is we're never going to stop desiring things like we're in it. We're, we, we're in an infinite process of always wanting to have more, which is not greedy. It's just called evolution, right? As I mean, if, if human beings stopped desiring higher quality of lives, we would have still been living in caves. And so like, we're always going to desire a higher quality of life. And, it, and so once you understand that you go, oh, okay, the real key to joy always is to, balance satisfaction and appreciation for what you have with the desire to continue to expand and that's the point of balance that's like blissful right when you're in that balance where you're like here are my desires and i know they're coming my way because as long as i focus on them and and feel the proper positive emotion about it and i take inspired action as i feel it uh towards that goal um things will work out. But as I'm on the journey, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy moment by moment, the life that I have now. And if something comes into my experience that I don't appreciate, I'm going to find uh, some way to either like not look at it, find a positive aspect of it. Um, uh, or just focus, yeah, just focus on something that I really want to uh, focus on. Because I know that um, if I focus on that, it's going to bring more of that. And so I'm just going to turn my, you know, what Jesus said, turn the other cheek. I'm going to like look the other way and focus on uh, what I uh, want to focus on. And so from that energy, um, you are, you give yourself uh, the permission to want infinite things, but you give yourself the patience to let it play out the way that it's supposed to play out. It's, it's like if you, you know, I, uh, as a kid, I remember being extremely, I mean, I'm still relatively impatient, but I was really impatient <laughs> as a kid. And, and the older you get, the more you realize uh, it's, it's like an old saying uh, that I've been told if you have a black grandmother or grandfather, 
uh, same way, just say, keep, keep living. Right. You, uh, I was having coffee with a guy I met and he, you know, he was telling his grandpa something at 20 years old and, you know, cause he was very confident, very cocky. And he said something and, and his grandfather tried to give him some wisdom. And he, he said, I don't know what he's talking. I don't understand what you're saying. This is how things work for me. Uh, that's old stuff. And he just went, keep living. And, you know, and so that's just, as you, as you keep living, you realize, oh, like, you don't have to take life so serious. Things work out in time as we increase our knowledge. And the more you understand that and lean into that, the, the fun of the journey is. Um, and it becomes like a self-reinforcing cycle because the funner it is, the faster thing that you want come to you. And then you, and then you practice that. It, you know, I wrote a note down called um, uh, power is momentum and momentum is power. Like in finance, compound interest is how you make money. And so people, people will look, you know, people will start investing and they're investing small amounts of money. And it's not super impressive because it's not growing a lot. But I was like, you, you got to let compound interest um, be on your side. You got to let momentum work. So if you're putting in a hundred bucks a month, you know, and you do that for five years, you're not going to have a lot. But there's going to be a time where you've saved up over a period of time, 200, 300, 400,000, 500,000 bucks, right? And let's say the market, let's say a million bucks. And the market goes up 20% in that year. That's a couple hundred grand in a year you made when in the early days, I mean, you were, you know, uh, you just couldn't even believe that you'd ever have 200 grand at one point in time. So uh, momentum uh, is power. And um, uh, and so that also that also applies in this context. Money. Uh, oh, so and, and that's how. Uh, yeah, I'll leave, I'll leave it there. So uh, money is limited is the next one. Despite what some self-help guru says, there's only so much money in the world. That means most people will have to make do with limited resources, learn to live simply or come up with creative secondary sources of income. Uh, I think I pretty much dispelled that myth in the, in the first one, right? Money or wealth is just a symbol of increased um, quality of life, which comes through uh, the society embracing new ideas and applying those new ideas to build new technologies, which um, yeah, increase our quality of life. Last one, money is unequal. Unfortunately, money is distributed very unevenly across the world. This means that some people have access to basic necessities like food, shelter, and healthcare, while others struggle to uh, make ends meet, right? And, and, and this is just the, the, just the, weird part to understand or the part that just some people just may not understand at this moment in time, but it'll come uh, in time. But yeah, part of part of life is um, we all are born into circumstances and mindsets and beliefs that we had no control over. Um, but over time, we all come across the ideas of our mindset is what attracts our circumstance. And so if you're listening to this and you had not came across that perspective, you just heard it. I mean, if you listen to any of my podcast episodes, that's what I'm talking about. Now, anybody can, you can choose to accept it or not. That's up to you, but it's the truth. And so once you grasp the truth, 
Now it's on you to apply it uh, or not, right? And the, and and the truth is, um, the opportunity to change your mindset and to attract money is open to everyone. No, like once you become aware of this truth, it's open to you, right? The only limitation is if you're not aware of it, right? If if, if you don't know then yeah, you can't apply it and you think life happens to you, right? And, um, and that's, yeah, that, that, that just sucks. But I believe everybody uh, at some moment in time uh, will become aware of the truth. And it's becoming easier and easier in, a, in the internet world where we can like go to different, uh, uh, go online and get all kinds of information, right? As we're seeking, as you're seeking to better your life, you're going to come across the information uh, and then when you do, then your ability to track, uh, to attract wealth depends on your application of it. Right. There's a, and I go to the Bible cause right. My just it's, it's ancient wisdom, um, that most people understand, uh, in this society. Um, but it's, some, it's a, it's a saying that says, don't just be a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word. What that means is you got to apply the principles. So if you don't, if you don't apply the principles of, of what you're learning, then you just know the words, right? And the words don't teach like experience teaches. And so like um, you have to, uh, uh, to really learn something, take it, apply it. It's like science, right? Hypothesis is a hypothesis. When you get the word, apply it, see if it works. Right. And if you see a principle that everybody who's wealthy says is a principle they used, then that should really spark your interest to say, okay, now I need to apply it and keep applying it and keep learning how to apply it until it, uh, until it works for me. And I, and, and you're, you're not gonna like every wealthy person you meet, who's wealthy, joyful, got to do attraction. 100% of them are going to tell you that, uh, I'm not special. What I achieved, anybody can achieve. It just comes down to your mindset, uh, your perspective. And that doesn't, you don't need to know the right people to do that. You don't need to be born to the right family to do that. You don't need to, you don't need permission from some higher powers uh, to do that. Uh, you, you just need to uh, change your perspective over time, which, uh, which influences how you feel, which the intersection of your perspective and your feelings or your beliefs. And as your beliefs change, your experience begins to change. And that's the process, right? Uh, some people say, how long does it take? Well, it takes as long as it takes because we all have different, different levels of momentum of false beliefs in our mind. And so this podcast episode is attracting, is attacking, uh, and I don't like the word attacking, but it's given a fresher perspective about money, a truer perspective from my perspective about money to help aid people in their journey understanding about money I'm fully aware some people are going to take this and reject it and throw it out and they're going to say yeah this is easy for you because of like your background uh, and i'm like you don't you don't know me then because you don't like if you knew me you would know where i come from and i don't come from money like i'm not going to you know put nobody's business out there but you know uh yeah like um you don't know me if you think if you think that uh, it's been a uh, a a a compound momentous journey of uh changing beliefs little by little over time that i'm always doing because because there is no there right there is no 
you get there and then you stop. No, like we're on a, we're all trying to every day increase our mental wealth, right? Increase our uh, mental understanding to increase our mental awareness of the, uh, of the best versions of ourselves, which the best versions of ourselves infinite, right? Again, it's, it's the reason why mankind continues to evolve as a whole and individually. And so I hope this helps uh, and share it with people who you think might appreciate it. Um, I post this on YouTube as well. If you, if you are uh, listening, it's, it's at Wealth Building Made Simple on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, give me a rating if you don't mind. Um, and yeah, that's it. So uh, until tomorrow, y'all enjoy your day. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance.